everybody, what's going on? It's Jesse Lee. Call me hashtag Boss Lee or the People's Mentor. And this is episode 233 of the show. This episode is all about some information that I got from Jay Shetty. And I've been following quite a bit of his stuff uh, through other people's podcasts, actually, and then his Instagram. And I was inspired to run a training for our team. And so I think it's super powerful. One of my favorite parts of it I go into is that uh, time has, uh, I think, wait, hold on a second. I, I was really going to introduce this and I completely forgot what I was going to say. You'll have to listen. You'll have to listen because it's really, really powerful. And there's a bunch of things in here that just make me excited for all of you. And I think this is a, an awesome episode in regards to the way my energy is throughout it. So like I said, this is episode 233. Today is also Monday, which makes it Money Monday. You have 24 hours if you are the fan of the week to claim your $233 prize through Instagram DMs just for leaving your five-star review. And today's five-star reviewer of the show fan of the week is Stacy Provencio. A great way to start the day, five stars. Listening to Jessie Lee is a breath of fresh air and her energy just gets me going for the day. She has so much to offer and is a powerhouse in and outside of her business. If you need some inspiration for the day or a good kick in the butt, she can do both for you. I've been growing in my business due to my leader and listening to Jessie Lee really give vital information that I guarantee if you put into action, you will go far. Love you, babe. Love it. Appreciate you. 24 hours. You just put it in your Instagram story. Tag me. Tag some friends and claim your $233 prize. I love this episode and I hope you do too. And if you do, please make sure you put it in your story. Tag a friend. And if you want me to train your team of 30 or more, all I need you to do is email ask, A-S-K, Jesse Lee, like my name, at gmail.com. Love you guys. Appreciate you guys. Hope you love episode 233 of the show. I was listening to a podcast this morning, like I told you guys about, um, and this is all pretty much based around Jay Shetty. I don't know if any of you are even familiar with him. I was not form- formerly familiar with him until, um, my God, what podcast was he on that I listened to? I feel like it was a Lewis Howes podcast maybe five months ago or something like that. And I really loved it, and uh, maybe even more than that. I don't. I don't even know. Um, but I am. I'm very into his general way of life and kind of way of being. And his book is called Think Like a Monk, and that was the first time I actually heard about him was because of that. And I have two. May seventeenth actually is the first time I heard I heard of him because I just found my notes from then. So I love it. So now I have even more to train you on. So I love this. So basically, a lot of this is that we need to find out how to make ourselves happy, but more so almost what I got out of it today was we need to figure out different ways to do things. And that's why I wanted to train on this today because I think a lot of us do the same things over and over again in our businesses and we expect different results. And that is just incredibly unrealistic, right? And so that's kind of like why when we do coaching calls together and I say something like, you know, or, or I give you an assignment, I say, don't come back until you finish your assignment. It's because it's usually something that, um, that, that is different than what you're doing. And I know it's going to make you uncomfortable. Does that make sense? Does that make sense to everybody? Okay. So today though, when I was listening to him, there's a couple of things I want to make sure I make time to go over because there, there was a lot of powerful stuff. One thing I loved is that he started off and he said, You can't be everything you want, but you can be everything you are. 
And really what I got from that was that there's so many of us out there who are trying to be everything for everyone or you're supposed to be, you're trying to be great at everything because, you know, it's this new popular thing that you can capitalize on all your weaknesses and make them your strengths and whatever else. And so I'll say that again because I really loved it. You can't be everything you want, but you can be everything you are. And so it goes into a conversation he has about you need to protect your purpose, right? He talks about it like a gem, you know, protect your purpose because your purpose is actually what protects you. Your purpose is what makes you uniquely who you are. Your purpose is what drives you. Your purpose is that unique thing that makes you stand out. And I like how he describes it as a gem because a lot of the time what I find is that people think that they're not special. And that's crazy because every single one of you is special. You know what I mean? Like, we're all special. You're not junk. Every single one of you is special in your own unique way. And that's really why we have this culture where we accept everybody. Because if you step into your unique power, that's when you explode. It's just guaranteed, right? And I love that he said about said it like a gem because it's almost like, do you remember, I don't know if this, I may be making this up because I don't know, my childhood brain like really doesn't exist. And so I don't know if this is how it happens. But I feel like there's something like where somebody thought that a diamond was fake and they like threw it in the ocean or something. Maybe this is like a fake story that I'm making up literally in my head right now. So just bear with me. But that's like most of my childhood is not actually real. I don't remember it. But like they thought it was fake. And so they just tossed it. And then they found out that it was the most precious, large, whatever it is, diamond on earth. But that's you and your purpose. You know what your purpose is and we act like it's not powerful, but it is. And if somebody finds out how powerful you are, that's when you start to know how powerful you are. So what if you actually treated yourself from day one like the gem you are? What if you protected your purpose with all of your power from day one? I love that. I thought to myself, that is, that is some powerful stuff. You all have purpose Every single one of you has purpose. And so he gets really into this entire thing. And I love this because he talks about how um, you've got to get out of your comfort zone and you have to try new things. And he talks about how if you want to learn how to race a speed car, don't go and race with Formula One drivers. Go to a beginner's class. You know, understand that you're new. Give yourself that toddler status. Take your learning at the pace you need to take the pace. Because if you push yourself too far too fast, you're going to see failure and you're going to overwhelm yourself. And especially in business, I find it's the small incremental steps that win the race. I was coaching somebody just today and she's talking about, I need more trials. I need more of this. I'm like, take the small steps forward. Like this whole business is based around small steps, small steps. Small steps. Even if you're going fast, it's still small steps. You just take them faster. You're like little Jessie Lee when she walks. Like I have very short legs, so I walk like this. Kisses me. Okay? But I'm still just only taking small steps because I have little legs. Okay? And it's those incremental steps that will win the race. And I know this. I know, and we already talked about this today before, you know, I got into the actual training portion of this. We talked about this, but because Andrea brought it up, but we really sometimes need to slow down a little bit, right? And I know we're in a society that celebrates a lot of overworking, 
And so it's almost like you feel like slowing down can be rebellious or counterintuitive, but the reality is we can only take so much. And if you continue to push yourself to capacity, you're going to drown yourself. You're going to burn out. And what's really scary is that you can drown out all of your creativity, which threatens your ability to really do much of anything. And he talked in this podcast, and I just, I have to go on about this because I thought this was unbelievable. He said to write stuff down that you have as goals. Let me see if I wrote notes on this. Hold on a second. I don't know if I did. Okay, but it's okay. I still remember. Okay, so I want you to write down every single thing that you say is a goal of yours. Okay? And you don't have to do it on here. You know, take time. Some of you I know are driving and stuff like that. Pull over. (laughs) Not like right now. But write down the things that you have as goals. And then after that, he says to reflect on it. Write it down and ask yourself, why is that your goal? Why are you saying that's your goal? And is it actually something that sets your soul on fire? Why do you want to hit pro champ? Why? Why? Why do you want to go to Fiji? Why do you want to retire your husband? Why do you want, or partner, whatever. Why do you want to, like, why? Why do you want to lose 15 pounds? And actually ask yourself those questions. Because a lot of time, he says, people are not following their purpose. They're literally doing what other people say they should do. Does that make sense? Like, that hit me like a ton of bricks. So when you write down all this stuff, I want you to literally go through that and say, why am I saying I want that? Because here's what happens when you hit a goal that you don't actually care about. Do you know what happens? You hit the goal and you're massively unfulfilled. And then you don't want to hit other goals. You don't want to hit the goals that actually matter to you because you suddenly feel unfulfilled. You're like, ugh. It wasn't that exciting when I, when, I, when I bought that Mercedes or whatever it is, right? So finding out why you have the goals and what makes you actually feel soulful in what you're doing, I think is wildly important. So write those things down and then do that. Now, something you said that I really love is he talks about the importance of a structure and a routine. Now, everyone knows I have a morning routine. I don't know who has a morning routine, who doesn't. But write this down because I've never heard anyone say this before. He said, location has energy and time has memory. And I'm going to give you examples. So location has energy, time has memory. How many of you have been to, he didn't use this as an example, but how many of you have been to a church before? How many of you find that, it's a little easier to pray in a church for some reason. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, there's been hundreds of years, thousands of years, thousands of people, millions of hours of prayer in that space because locations hold energy. Like, how many of you have gone to a yoga studio and for whatever reason, it's like just easier to do yoga in a yoga studio, right? Okay, how about the gym? Have any, did any of you see my meme I posted yesterday? And <laughs> it wasn't a dirty one. <laughs> How disappointing. All right, it was the nap one. It was like me trying to work out from home and it was like going into a push-up 
And then it was like the person who like falls asleep on a pillow, right? Because for most of you, your home is not your workout space because your home doesn't hold workout energy, right? Okay then. So location has energy. I thought was insane. So can you find somewhere in your house where like, think about it, my office, I'm sitting in my office. This is where I work, right? This is where I have energy around business. So find, even if it's like sacred, if you will, spaces of your house where you create routines, location has energy. And then, like I said, he said, time has memory, right? Time has memory. Okay. Let me give an example. If you're like, what? I don't really understand what she's saying. Have you ever noticed that you get hungry at the same time every day? Even if you've eaten already? Isn't that weird? Have you ever noticed you wake up even when you're allowed to sleep in? Because time has memory. Have you ever noticed you start yawning at the same time every day? Like, oh, you should have seen me in Sydney. Oh, oh. Like, we are not night people. And so we were like, we're going to drive it. No, we're not. Right? Have you ever noticed if you skip the gym at the time that you usually go to the gym, it's like your whole day is thrown off? Yeah, and then you just don't go because time is memory. It's why power hours are so powerful on our team. It's almost like you go through withdraw if you're not on power hour. You're like, isn't it that 8.30 a.m. time slot? What am I doing? Okay, like you're like, time has, time has the memory. So think of how that can relate to your business. And then I love this because he said to make time every day. And what he meant by this, he breaks down as an acronym, T-I-M-E. So write this down, T-I-M-E. And I don't know how much time you need to make for this, but you can set this for yourself. T stands for thankfulness. Now, I love that he said this because he says that a lot of the time people, they do that. And there's nothing wrong with this. Like if you're someone who has a really hard time getting into gratitude, I think it's okay. He didn't say this, but I feel this. I think it's okay to be generally grateful. You know, like, I think it is okay if you're like, if you're just in a really dark space, I think it's okay to say, I'm thankful for the air in the sky. I'm thankful for lights that work. I'm thankful for electricity. I'm thankful for Wi-Fi. I'm thankful for breath in my lungs. But he mentions that take time to be genuinely thankful and like, think about it for a minute, right? Are you thankful that you are part of the front line so that you can be on these trainings and get gifts every month and whatever else it is? I don't know. Okay. I'm just making, like, I'm just using examples. Are you thankful that you can afford to put the food you want on the table instead of food that's just, you know, hamburger helper or whatever it is you grew up on, like what I grew up on, right? Are you thankful for, uh, the ability to have time in your day to, to work out, right? Whatever it is, taking time to actually be thankful. That is the first T of time. I, he says, is insight. He says, every single one of you, every single day needs to take time to learn. Now, obviously we're on here right now and you're doing this. You're being insightful. He gave a really big tip that I love and I'm going to start doing it right away. So those of you who have come to my house frequently, you'll notice it. He says, a lot of the time we make it very difficult on ourselves to be insightful, right? Like, As an example, we say we're going to read, but we don't. Or we say we're going to listen to a podcast, but we don't. Or we say we're going to get on training, but we don't. 
And he said, and I really like this because if you've been to my house, okay, well, we'll see what people say. What do I have all over my house in many different areas of my house? Just out of curiosity. Yeah, there you go. Books. I have a lot of books all over my house, okay? He says, if you want to become more insightful, take a book, literally just take it. And now he's a former monk, so I think a lot of this is very spiritual what he says. But take a book, this is a new one I just got, and open it. And leave it places, right? He says a few things. He says, first of all, your likelihood of just stopping and even glancing and reading really quickly, you're going to be more insightful. He said the second thing is that you're obviously more likely to pick it up and read something, even if it's just a page, because it's easy, right? And then the other thing he said is that this is just the way God and the universe works, according to him. And I really believe in this too. He's like, it's interesting because what's going to happen is you'll probably read two sentences that are exactly what you need. And sometimes we search and 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 we search, and we search for like the perfect whatever, you know? And his whole point was like, if you actually are taking that time to be intentional in your insightfulness, God is going to provide. The universe is going to provide. You're going to turn that page, read two sentences and go, oh my God, that's exactly what I needed. Now I got a Facebook post. Now I got an Instagram live. Now I got a Facebook live. Now I got a podcast topic. Now I know what to say. Oh my gosh, I needed that to be able to coach Lizzie. Oh my, boom, 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 boom. So don't close my books around my house, y'all, when you come over. All right, they're intentional. It's my new thing. All right, I really liked it, okay? All right, so the, (laughs) the M... He says is meditation, the M in time, but it's not necessarily meditation like you're thinking. Because for me, I, maybe I need to do this more and I'm open to that concept, but I have just never been somebody who just can sit and sit and sit and sit. Um, And I mean that as somebody who just spent realistically probably 30 hours at Lake Austin Spa in complete silence over three days. Like, I couldn't move. You know what I mean? Like, that would be a... Like I, but, but I was very much so in my mind actively meditating. Does that, does that make sense to everybody? Like, I'm not somebody who will just sit there and... Okay? All right? But I'm all about walking and thinking. I'm all about a massage and thinking. The amount of times I was lying down on that bed at the spa... And literally would pop up from it and go, boom, 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 boom. Do the whole list of things that I was walking through in my head, right? And then implement out to the team. Really powerful. Um, For me, my workouts have always been a very active meditation. I don't talk during my workout. I don't want to think during my workout. I like to put myself in physical pain, a good pain during my workout and just let my mind kind of chill. Okay. Um, and so, yeah, good. Pay- <laughs> um, but you know, I think that's important that you have those moments of meditation and really kind of stillness, whatever that looks like to you. And then the E in time is he says to, Oh yeah, you worked out with me. <laughs> um, he said to, uh, to make time for exercise. And I do think that this is something that we probably just as a culture in general, don't do enough of. And I say that because he, he talks very openly about he's not telling you that you need to go be 
Lee. You don't need to go be a bodybuilder with Lee and Tracy in the UK, okay? He's saying, move your body, right? How many of you did your hair today? Rosenberg, Lee, Boyd spent a lot of time on their hair today. I knew it. Okay, they're on my front screen. Joanne spent a lot of time on her hair today. Yep. Okay. All right. So how many of you, I don't know, washed your face today? How many of you brushed your teeth today? Okay, so this is like a side note, but Kayla Hahn messaged me uh, yesterday and she said, uh, you know, tell me about you, blah, 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 blah. And I said, well, what do you want to know? And she said, I don't know, three things you like and three, three things you don't like or something. And I was like, okay. And this, those of you who don't know this about me, I'm so, okay, some, a lot of you know this about me probably. I'm very weird about scent. Like very weird about scent. This is kind of a side note. Like I don't like, like <laughs> I can't stand bad breath. I can't tolerate bad smells. Like I will shower multiple times a day if I have to. Like I, I don't know, like I, Ugh, I don't know what it is. It's just a thing with me, okay? So I brush my teeth. I floss. Like, if you've ever eaten with me, who's the girl that always has floss? Like, it's me. I'm the one always brushing and flossing and whatever. I don't know. I don't know what it is, okay? My point in saying that is, what if you brushed your teeth and you moved your body during it? You know? What if during... Who drank ketones today? Right? Okay? What if you, like, danced during it a little bit? You know, instead of it like, woo, you know what I mean? Move your body. Sometimes my hips start to hurt. I just get on the ground and I, move, I do some yoga stuff. The cats, the cows, the whatever, you know, moving my back, lo loosening up my, my, uh, my spine. And this is another side note, but I haven't told anyone this. <laughs> so I'm going to tell you, um, my first massage at Lake Austin was a Thai massage. And I don't know if you know, I do yoga every day. Um, but like, I don't think, I, like there's a lot of places in my body that are not that limber, I think. But he was doing the back bends on me where they're literally physically stretching you. And he said to me, after he stretched my back, he said, I've never met anybody with as flexible a back as you have. What do you do? I was like, yes, yes, it's my midday stretches, okay? But anyway, that's just my little, okay. Uh, but anyhow, like move, your body. Take the time. Maybe you drink your ketones and you walk around the house when you do it. You know, I know we taught tiny habits before. Go pee and then do a couple push-ups. Go pee and do a couple squats. Just move your body. You need to get your blood flowing every single day, right? Uh, I think that's just, uh, you know, that's time right there. That's our T-I-M-E. That's right. Melee with her apple butt. I love it. Okay. And then this just kind of really got me going. He says, all success comes from service. This is powerful stuff, what I'm about to say. And so I know I said this already a million times on calls with you guys before, but you get paid in direct proportion for the value you offer to the world, right? And he used the example of Jeff Bezos on this podcast. And he said... Think about the problem that Jeff solved. Whether you like him or not, whether you think he's got a good character or not, he solved one of the biggest problems on earth, which is that people are now impatient. They want stuff quickly, simply, from one place, one swipe of a credit card, don't have to think about it, done, boom, boom, boom. And I love that because he said everything is solving problems. He said even musicians that are highly paid, whether you like them or not, they're solving the problem of people want to listen to certain music. People want to have lyrics that speak to them. People are being paid for. 
Like there are people are being paid for the value that they add. And I think that's a good reminder. Now, I mentioned a lot of us are doing things sometimes in our life for other people. And he gave an exact exercise that he says most people won't do this over eight years. And he wants you to do it over the next eight days. Is anyone up for a challenge? Because like I'm really up for it and I don't even know what I'm going to do yet. Just in total transparency. So we're going to work through this together. I don't know. So he said what most people do is they do the same things all the time. How many of you can relate to that? Right? Like we do the same um, it's not a crazy challenge. It's just a really cool challenge. I think it's really kind of going to be magical for a lot of us. We do the same things and we expect different results. We do the same things. We expect a different life. We do the same things we expect to grow, but it doesn't happen. And so we eat at the same restaurants, same this, same that, blah, blah, blah. Okay. And he said over the next eight days, let's do this. Okay. So eight days frontline, we're going to do this together. Do something you never do, and then reflect on it. Not like, oh, I'm supposed to like Top Golf, right? But did you actually like it? And is it something you actually want to do? Does that make sense? Because we do the same things over and over again, and then our life gets boring, and we're not sure why. But we're doing activities that fulfill other people and not ourselves. Top Golf just popped in my head. So can you go look maybe on Instagram or Yelp or Facebook? Could you pull Facebook even, you know, for activities that you've never done? I haven't, this, I literally just finished this podcast. So I don't, I don't even know what I'm going to do yet. This is one of my, my giant list of things, right? What are eight things over the next eight days that you can do differently? You know, what are new restaurants you can try? What are, um, like, I'm trying to think of stuff. I don't know. And I say that because I know a lot of you, because we talked about it on something some, at some point. My God, everything runs together. <laughs> but like somebody said, well, what are your hobbies? And somebody said, I don't have hobbies. Right. Right. Okay. But what if over the next eight days you do one new thing a day and you start finding out what makes Adele Adele? What makes Angelica Angelica? What makes Crystal Crystal? What does Tina Joe actually like? What does Michael like to do? What does Tammy like to do? What if you end up finding like a huge hobby of yours? What if you end up finding something you're massively passionate about? Right? I don't know what it is because I don't have, I don't know. But I think to this summer, the Jesse Lee, yeah, sure summer, right? Which all of a sudden it's winter in Dallas. We're like 70 degrees. I don't know what to do with this. Okay. I'm literally sitting by a 99 degree space heater at this point. Okay. I don't do cold. All right. But anyway, like, Guys, I don't get on boats. I've been telling people for years I don't like boats. And next thing you know, I like boats. What is happening? Right? Oh, right. I'm just saying, where did that thought process come from? Who, who, who told me I don't like boats? How many things have you thought you don't like, but you might actually like it? Tennis, I hadn't played since seventh grade. And I didn't like tennis. I only played it in seventh grade because like gym class. And I think about it. I didn't like it because... I was the fat, nerdy band kid that nobody was friends with. So I got picked last to be somebody's doubles partner or whatever, aka I didn't get picked at all. So of course I had trauma around it. So then I'm in Naples with the Italians and Michele's like, hey, I want to be your doubles partner. I'm like, I don't know how to play tennis. He's like, look at your body. You're athletic. What do you mean you don't know how to play tennis? You run around, Jesse Lee. Pick up the freaking racket. I'm like, 
You're mean. I didn't say that to him. But I'm like, what? And then for two hours, I'm running around. I'm like schwitzing, like I'm dying. I'm sweating so much. And I literally said, oh my God, screw this. I'm literally taking tennis lessons as soon as I get back to Dallas. That was like the most fun I've ever had. And now next Saturday, I've got my first tennis lesson because Courtney and I played tennis the other day and we are horrible. (laughs) I'm just good at rocket launching the balls all over the place, basically, and then running in circles, which is not useful. Okay, thank God I have got good cardio. All right. But what are the things? I don't know. Have you ever played handball? I haven't. Have you ever gone rock climbing? I don't know. Go try. What's in your area? Go on Groupon. Go find things for $10 you can try. You know what I mean? I don't know. I don't know. You know what I mean? So go find stuff around you to see how fast you can change your life. Because if we're going to change our lives, which of course we can, go pick those eight things and see if you like them or not. Because this is what he calls the practice of unlearning yourself. The practice of unlearning yourself. Right? Find out what is actually coming from inside you. And then chase the happiness and joy in your life. So we can all hold each other accountable. What I think would be really useful is if we use that frontline telegram and maybe write down some things. You're like, hey, I just found um, mini golf in my area. I hate mini golf. I've done that before. That's boring. Okay, well, for me, I think it's boring, right? Maybe it's indoor skydiving. Maybe you're like, hey, I just found this. I just found that. I just found whatever. Okay, Why don't we collaborate together? Look how many people are on just this call right now. Let's find some stuff together, right? Let's, let's find restaurants in our areas. Let's, let's, let's collaborate as a group. There's so many of us on here. Maybe you can even share things that you know you like to do. And the rest of us maybe have never tried before so that we can find our most authentic versions of ourselves. And then we can go out and do more of that. Okay, so we will post the Frontline Telegram link. I'll pulse it again. I'll just pulse it. All of you get access to the poll. So I'll pulse Frontline Telegram and we'll do that. So look at this. Natasha says, I just found out a couple weeks ago. I love hiking. Awesome. Yeah, we can call it a yeah, sure post. That's an even better idea. All right, so I love you all. I appreciate you all. We are past the top of the hour. So we will do a yeah, sure post and let's collaborate and let's change our lives.